Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Our speaker is Dave Peterson, a veteran team member, and he has a great wealth of knowledge to share with you. So enjoy. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our podcast. Uh, today, we're going to discuss increasing your new patient numbers, how to increase new patient numbers. And uh, no matter the number of years that your practice has been in business, it's always healthy to have a steady flow of new patients coming into your practice in order to maintain a continual expansion. Uh, now, when we talk about new patients, there can be many, many, many ways of going about getting them. And we're not going to cover all that today. Uh, in fact, we could probably spend uh, the rest of the year talking about that in podcasts. And sometimes getting new patients can be a sore spot for some practice owners. You know, they struggle at uh, getting their patient numbers up and they're not sure how to go about getting new patients. And, uh, you know, they try certain things and it may not be working for them. So that's always a challenge. Now, when we talk about the area of new patients, it's all covered under the subject of marketing. Now, in a practice, you know, you can have external and internal marketing. So there's two types of marketing, right? Now, when we talk about external marketing, we're talking about things like, uh, you know, your website, social media, signage, ads, flyers, etc. And these are the communications that you are sending out into the community uh, during these, you know, the, using these various ways uh, to, uh, to create interest so that people want to come in and find out about your services. And that's external marketing. Then we have internal marketing. Now, when we talk about internal marketing, this is the image of the practice. When they come into the practice, the staff, how well groomed they are, are they friendly, smiling? Are you friendly and smiling? You know, the great service that you're providing, uh, referrals, etc. This all comes under the heading of internal marketing. Now, internal marketing can sometimes be a bit easier to do and it, and it is uh, less costly. And so it's a good way to start when you want to work out how to get uh, new patients coming in. And again, there's many, many different ways that we can talk about internal marketing uh, to get that going. So uh, today, though, you know, we're going to talk about how to handle the telephone shopper. Now, in many practices, the front desk staff can receive as many as one to 10 telephone shopper calls per week. And uh, while these calls, you know, they sometimes can, you know, look at them as a bit of a pain in the neck because they're very busy with other patients coming and going and all the administrative duties that they have to do. But these calls are very important to the growth of the practice. So instead of thinking it's a call to get rid of, take it as an opportunity to get a new patient. You know, the person, when they're calling in, they have a particular need and want. There's something motivating them to call in. And you want to be able to get that motivation and expand it so that they come into your practice for service. So always assume that the person that's calling needs your services and wants an appointment. 
Shoppers are not sitting at home dialing numbers so that they can irritate you or your staff. They actually do have uh, uh, something that they need and want, uh, or they wouldn't have called. So <clears throat> when they call, the other point is, don't try to rush through the call. Take five minutes to build a rapport with the person, and this is gonna show the patient that you uh, believe in high quality care and attention to the patient. And this can go far in uh, getting the patient willing to come into your practice. Uh, this is going to set you uh, apart from the other practices, uh, you know, so that when the patient calls in and they just quote the fee and say, would you like an appointment? It just sets you apart from that. And you want to avoid making those kinds of errors. Now, one of the things, uh, the, and this is a, a challenge that you want to get over, when the new patient phones in, the thing that's going to help build that rapport and carry it over into a booked appointment is all covered under the word interest. It's a point of interest. So uh, let's say, you know, John Smith calls in and he says, yes, uh, you know, I have uh, this particular symptom and uh, how much is a new patient exam? And, uh, you know, the, the person answering the phone could be, you know, their whole mindset is, <clears throat> well, I'm doing my job here and I'm getting paid X amount of dollars. So a new patient exam costs you so much, uh, would you like to make an appointment? And in their mindset, they're doing their job. But how's that gonna translate over to the patient? You want how you handle that to translate over to the patient that it's a happy experience and it creates a desire to come in and enjoy services in your practice. So in other words, it's a point of sales, really, when you look at it. But it stems from the person who's answering the phone, what's their interest? If they show interest in the patient, the patient will become interested in the practice. But that is the challenge, is to be able to find something that you can be interested in when that patient phones in. And when John Smith phones in and says, hi, my name's John Smith, uh, how much is a new patient exam? Or something like that. You know, you're not getting much to be interested in here. You know what I mean? And that's the challenge. And it's something that you want to work at. Now, uh, a real funny example is uh, one girl told me, uh, you know, she was wanting to find a point of interest. Uh, and the person said to them, happened to say where they live. They said, yeah, I live on... Um, Apple Tree Lane, but he, he didn't give much information at all. And so uh, all, she asked the question that came to her mind. She was very quick at it. She says, oh my gosh, is there any apple trees on Apple Tree Lane? And he said, well, actually, no, there isn't. And then they got into this smooth communication and built a rapport. But it all stemmed from the point of interest. So you want to find something about that patient you can be interested in and you build on that point of interest to build a rapport in the initial part of the call. You know, now sometimes they don't give much information. They're not very communicative. So in that case, you want to be able to ask questions, to draw out information that you can be interested in that will build a rapport with the patient. If the patient is not uh, basically giving you the information, 
you know, and if they ask directly for the fee right at the beginning of the call, you can say something like this. You can say, you know, I'll be very happy to help you with that, but first I just need a bit of information from you. Um, now tell me, what is the current difficulty that you're experiencing? Or how did you hear about the practice? Uh, do you live in the area? Are you close to us? You know, next thing you know, the patient mentions, uh, you know, the neighborhood they live in. Oh my gosh, that's a great neighborhood. I have a friend that lives there. You know, you must really enjoy it there. And you're getting into communication and building a rapport with the patient. Then once you've done that and you get the symptoms that the patient's experiencing and the, the motivation of why they're calling, then you tell the new patient, well, you know, it sounds like we should schedule you for an appointment as soon as possible. And you can say something like, you know, I have an opening uh, either uh, this coming Friday or the following Monday. Give a choice of days or a choice of times. Never say, would you like to make an appointment? Because that question can cause procrastination in the patient. You can say, well, no, maybe let me think about it. I'll get back to you or something like that. Always just say, listen, we should schedule you for an appointment. These are the sometimes available. Also offer choice of times, or you can say, would you like a morning appointment or, or, a, or an afternoon appointment or something like that, right? Also, you want to make sure that you schedule, uh, like you get as much personal information filled in on your intake forms, you know, when you're scheduling that appointment. Uh, it basically saves them time when they come in, when they arrive for the first appointment, plus it firms up the commitment and it's actually a really nice service point. If they ask again about costs, you know, you say something like, you know, our fees will vary depending on the treatment required. It can range from X amount of dollars to X amount of dollars. Um, you know, we won't, uh, however, start any treatment without your consent. Uh, obviously, if a new patient exam is a certain amount uh, and they ask that, you know, let them know the amount uh, and then schedule them for the appointment. But basically, the whole drive in this whole thing is your interest in the patient. And you've got to find that interest point and be genuinely interested in it. And that's important, genuinely interested in it. That genuine interest is going to translate into rapport. That rapport is going to translate into the patient booking into your office, and that's going to help increase new patient numbers. Well, thanks for joining our podcast today. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us, and we look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Have a great day. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,700 clients over the last 30 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for more helpful tips on how to manage your practice.